Welcome to the Classroom to Boardroom podcast. If you are a teacher or administrator looking to change careers, you are in the right place. There can be many reasons an educator is ready to leave the classroom. Boredom, burnout, pressure from parents and administrators, the list goes on and on. If you are ready to move on from teaching, there are many roles in which you can use your teacher skill set to have a positive social impact and set yourself up for a fulfilling and rewarding career. Now, let's meet your host, Carrie Conover. Carrie is a veteran educator and EdTech corporate leader turned founder and CEO. So grab your notepad because your new journey outside the classroom starts right now. Hi there, friends. It is that time of year where teachers and students are headed back to school. If you are an educator who left last school year with the hopes that you would find a job outside of the classroom, you were dreaming big to get that job in ed tech or at your favorite education company, and it didn't quite work out for you and you find yourself heading back to the classroom this year, even though you may not want to, then this podcast is for you. Today, we're talking about heading back to school when you didn't land that job outside of teaching. I'm gonna talk to you about reflection and acceptance and how to form a plan so that you can make that exit next spring or summer. Thanks for joining me here on the Classroom to Boardroom podcast. Let's talk about first the reflection and acceptance framework we're gonna use here. I want you to sit back for a second and you can even pause this episode. And I want you to think about your interviewing and job search journey. I want you to think about when you started the journey, how long it lasted, did you get interviews? How did those interviews go? What are some things that stand out to you that you did really, really well? Did you maybe get an interview with a company that you love or maybe made it to a final round, but did not quite get that job, get the offer in the end, but that is still something to celebrate, right? So what did you do really well? And then looking back, what things kind of made you stumble or that you need to improve on, right? That's part of that reflection process. Today, I'm going to talk about three areas in which I want you to reflect, accept what happened, and then put a plan together for the next school year so that when spring and summer of 2024 come, you have a plan to make that exit from the classroom. So let's start with one of the hardest topics, which we don't always love to talk about, which is money. I openly discuss uh, that I think after working for three years with transitioning teachers, one of the biggest barriers to a transition is people being in financial distress, maybe being in debt or living paycheck to paycheck, being a single parent, trying to make ends meet. And that type of financial stress can often lead to people feeling desperate and coming off stressful or coming off stressed in their interview process, right? When we go into an interview process, we want to be relaxed and comfortable and feeling good about ourselves. If we're going in looking for a job and we're so desperate because we know 
that we have to get a certain salary or a certain job, or we won't be able to put food on the table, which gosh, is a big reality right now. So I want you to think about where you are financially. If you're headed back to the classroom, this is a great time to sit down and take a look at a couple things in your life and see if you can get back on track in some ways. Now, I fully want to recognize that everything is so expensive right now. (laughs) Groceries, gas, everything. But sometimes it takes us gathering important paperwork and files together and sitting down, making a spreadsheet or writing out, you know, where we're at and taking a hard look at where we are financially. Because if you can tighten up your budget this school year and save, you might be able to save yourself up a little bit of a cush fun. I will tell you that right now is when I am doing the most placements in the recruiting side of my business. And what's interesting is I'm getting people, I'm getting companies calling me, hey, we need this person, this role filled, who do you have? Well, my pool of applicants has dramatically decreased because a lot of people have gone back to school. They didn't find a job and they signed that contract and went back. But if you can build yourself up a little bit of funds to live off of and delay that, I'm telling you, August, September is a big hiring time, especially in that tech. So I want you to, I'm just going to give you a little list of things that I think you should gather together when you have a little bit of a budget meeting with yourself or your partner. I want you to go get your pay stubs. I want you to look at how much you're being paid, when you're being paid, the cost of your insurance, the status of your pension, how much is in your pension, how long have you been teaching, what would it look like if you left that. I want you to think about your monthly budget. I want you to look at your bank account statements, your credit card debt. I want you to look at union paperwork to see if you're going to have to pay any fees. If you leave early, let's say you were to get a job in December, are you going to have to pay any kind of a penalty for leaving early? So I just want you to gather all that stuff together. I can't even go through all of this on this podcast, but I'm not sure if you've checked out my course Kickstart. In Kickstart, it's a seven-day course that I put together to just really get you on the right track of this job search. And in there, I give you an entire checklist. It's called the Kickstart Checklist to Get It Together. So if you're interested in learning more about that course, head over to carryconover.com to enroll. Back to your finances, though. I, I like to say that if you feel stuck because you've been teaching for a while, I call those the Apple handcuffs. In the corporate, those are the golden handcuffs where they just keep paying you more and more to keep you. I call them the Apple handcuffs in teaching. So once you gather all those things together and you get a good picture of what your finances are, you know where they are and where your partner's finances are and what your household finances look like, then you can make a really good decision about, is this actually the time that I need to leave? Or should I stick it out another five or eight years? Now, the other thing I wanna talk about is emotional spending. If you are headed back to teaching and you are not feeling happy about it, I'm gonna put myself in your shoes because I've been in that spot. And especially my last year, my 10th year of teaching, I was dragging. And I think that is a time when you can start emotionally spending, right? I don't want to go to work on Monday. I'm not really feeling it. Okay, I'll go get myself a new outfit. I'll get myself some new earrings. I'll go out to lunch on Monday to motivate myself to get there. 
So I think when we're unhappy, it is easy to spend to kind of shield ourselves from the feelings of not really being happy at work. So put together a plan for yourself. I did a little experiment two years ago where I was talking about this same topic, emotional spending. And I decided from March until December, so I did like spring break to Christmas, I was not going to buy any clothing, no clothes for myself, no shoes, no socks, no shorts, no shirts, nothing. And I did it. And what I realized when I did that was if I wasn't feeling great, maybe about myself or kind of bored or the weather was dreary or when I would go into Target, when I was waiting for my kids to get out of their practices, I would buy something. And so when I made myself very aware of how often I was just getting little things, which honestly often ended up in the Goodwill pile a year later, I really cut back on spending. So see if you can come up with some challenges for yourself around your finances to get yourself in a really good place so that in spring, you're not in this stressful financial situation. The second thing I want you to start thinking about is your resume. Now, did your resume not get you interviews? It breaks my heart how many people come to me and say they've spent hundreds and hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars to get someone to help them write an interview or a a resume. And it's not good. (laughs) I'm going to tell you right now, please use someone that isn't a teacher transition space to help you with your resume. We have a resume writing coach. All of our classroom to boardroom people have access for 50% off to that resume coach. You can use ours. Please take a look at that resume. If you are not getting any bites on that resume or getting in any interviews, something's wrong with your resume. So take this time this fall to really dig into that resume. You can go back. We have a couple of great resume episodes in this podcast, also on our blog at carryconover.com backslash blog. There's a lot of great information on making your resume better. On that resume, you can do a couple of things to beef up your resume. So where can you add, I like to call space between your teaching experience and the top of your resume. So maybe become an ambassador for a company, take on coaching and leadership roles, really work to quantify your experience. So this year, focus on getting a lot of data on your classroom. We love to see data points in your resume. So things that you did well and what they resulted in show that cause and effect in your resume, which I talk about a lot. And also see where you can connect with other education companies. Look for contract work that you could do on the side. Anything that you can do to add space at the top of your resume would be fantastic. And finally, my third point and thing I want you to think about is how do you become more comfortable in your own skin? And how do you prepare for interviews and interactions in this new world, in this non-teaching world? So the corporate world or the you know corporate education world, the ad tech world, it's a different professional space. So how do you work on becoming more comfortable in that world? So I have some ideas I want you to do over this year. I want you to go on LinkedIn. I want you to find communities to belong to. I want you to go to community uh, or to ed tech company webinars, join their communities. If you can go to conferences and live in that space, go talk to the people in the booths, go to the happy hours and talk to people. 
talk to and interact with as many people who are already living and breathing this work so that you become more comfortable when you go into those interviews and you're able to have better conversations. I want you to stay active on LinkedIn. Don't slack off on that. Spend 10 or 15 minutes every day on LinkedIn, commenting on people's posts, supporting the ed tech companies you love. And if you have extra energy and extra time, this might be time to start upskilling and taking courses and maybe even thinking about creating some content of your own, such as a blog or even a podcast. I know it's hard to head back to the classroom when you had dreams of really spreading your wings this year. And it might feel a little stifling if you weren't given that opportunity and you're back in the classroom. But instead of getting bummed out and depressed or dreading going to work, I want you to think of work as boxes that you are checking so that you can get home and get busy upskilling, networking, being part of communities, and really focusing on your own financial well-being and getting that resume in tip top shape. There are so many resources, coaching, so many things you can do over at carryconover.com, including each week I'm opening up a few hours for coaching outside of the classroom to boardroom program. So check that out over at carryconover.com. And until next time, hang in there. I'm here for you and I believe in you. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Classroom to Boardroom podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Once again, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Classroom to Boardroom podcast.